0: time folks for the gray man giveaway in this episode we're going to discuss the rules the videos that i'm using what i'm looking for what you can do to score some bonus points win yourself some free books it'll be sent to you at no cost right here on gray man hiding in plain sight we are doing a giveaway but you got to earn it you got to put a little work into it so that i can see that what i'm doing people are even using i need a reason to keep doing this so that's why i'm doing it this way instead of drawing random numbers so you can enter the contest you're just gonna have to put a little bit of your own time in most people I don't think would put in more than an hour. Some people will put in less, some might put in considerably more. So we'll go over the rules, discuss the contest, and see what else we can talk about right here on Gray Man Hiding in Plain Sight. Welcome to episode 25 of Gray Man Hiding in Plain Sight podcast where we talk about the Gray Man concept let's discuss this giveaway so normally if I was training people I would tell them no specific time on turning this in but they'd actually have a few days or maybe a week I of course will give you more than that because we all have lives I know people out there working not everybody can just sit down and do this in one day in order to respond first thing you need to know is you're either gonna have to go to my Twitter and Facebook and send me most likely a very lengthy message or if you go to my Facebook right there below the banner will be a button to send me an email and you can shoot me an email with your responses Thing is, you want to be as detailed as possible. What we're looking for here is our ability to kind of dissect and evaluate things people say and things people do that are mostly nonverbal. So remember that when you're looking for signs of deception, that not all deception is necessarily a lie, but all lies are deception. Some people are deceptive for different reasons other than willfully lying. So let's try to stick to the terminology, not necessarily lying unless you're positive they are. You're going to look at, Nonverbal signals, including body language, hand movements, head and eye movements, if you can see any type of sweating, types of reactions they might have, all kinds of stuff that we've talked about. Remember, though, that when you're looking for nonverbals, don't just tell me about something nonverbal to you that may indicate, say, deception or may coincide with a verbal statement that you believe is some form of deception or something that is incomplete or misleading. Also add in body language that supports what they're saying. It says, whether or not I believe this, their body language, indicates that it supports what they're saying as being possibly truthful. Remember also that some of the stuff we talked about was the construction of stories and how people tell them and in what order and why. Pretty much anything you need to know can be found on this podcast where I have several episodes talking about things like body language and detecting deception. You can also look it up anywhere you want. You see something, Google it. Say, what does this hand movement mean, body language, something like that. What does it mean when somebody speaks like this? You can do that of course. You can look for other videos. You really can do anything you want. Use any books, any references. If you shoot me a question, I'm probably not going to answer it or tell you a nice try if I have any reason to believe it might have to do with this contest. How long do you have? Initially, I was going to announce the winners on the 4th of July because it was Independence Day, but we're not too far away from that. So it's entirely possible I could do that if we had, you know, not very many entries, but For the few hundred listeners we get on every podcast, I think we'll have quite a few listeners that want to participate. So it'll be sometime in July. I'm not going to give you a specific date, but that will give you some time. You'll have at least a couple of weeks to put some time into this. Now, originally I started out with about 20, 25 videos. I wasn't sure if it was going to be too many. Most of them are very short and I narrowed it down to, I think, six specific videos. What I tried to do initially was find controversial subjects and topics and then try to get two different people with opposing points of view some things that were political some things that were conspiracy based and I was putting a lot of time into it and probably getting a little bit too I don't know perfectionist on it so I've narrowed it down to five videos each one of these five videos I'm looking for different things or at least going to give you the idea of things to look for but don't get in your head those are the only things that are there there's plenty more I'm not going to tell you how much there is but I would say between these five videos if you really were to knock it down and able to see everything there'd probably easily be a hundred things or more. doesn't mean you need to find a hundred things. You might only find five, but if they're really good, that'll say a lot. So look for things that are supportive, things that are unsupportive of what they're saying. Look at their body language, their eye movements, everything else we've talked about, anything else you can find. There's plenty of articles that I've posted over time on the Gray Man Concepts Facebook and Twitter page. One thing Facebook has that Twitter doesn't is the notes section. I've got a couple articles in there on deception and body language as well that you can read just to use as a reference tool for those that are either new to the show, new to the website, I'm sorry, new to Facebook, not a website, or just haven't looked at it in a while. I do recommend, because most of these videos are short, or the portions I'm looking for are very short, that you watch it as much as you can if you have the time, try watching it without the audio and also try watching it without the video. So if you watch it without the audio and you start noticing things a little bit more, Take a pen and paper, make some notes on the time hacks of what you're looking at, go back and listen to it, try to match it up, see if you can figure out what's going on. Do the same thing in reverse if you just listen to the audio and don't watch the video when you're trying to dissect the language and the stories they're telling and why. And all these things have some differences into them that are going to probably challenge some biases, hopefully, and get you thinking. You will also need to take a look at these links and match up the descriptions of what I'm telling you they're about to how I'm going to describe them on the podcast because I haven't made the notes section yet. So there's no guarantee they're in the same order, but there's only five. I'm going to try and limit the notes sections down to just what you need. So it'll be a little different for the other podcasts compared to this one. I'm going to try to narrow it down if I remember when I'm done recording. Just to put in the videos and then the links you need to Twitter and Facebook to send me the info. The books I'm going to be sending that I've talked about before are called Telling Lies and Spy the Lie. I'm going to send three people a copy of those books. So I have six books total, three of each that I want to send out. I previously mentioned i only send them to North America. Here's what I want you to do. If you're not in North America, but you're interested in this contest, go ahead and enter. But when you enter, put your actual mailing address in your entry when you send me an email. What I will do is take that, go into our postal system, and get at least an estimate of what it's going to ship. If it's not too ridiculous of a price, I'll definitely send it to you if you're overseas in a location outside of North America. So I'm not going to send it to a place where it's going to cost me 50 bucks to send two books that don't even total a pound. I'm not going to do that. And according to my analytics, there's no specific countries I wouldn't send it to, but there are countries I probably wouldn't send this to. So just be aware of that and feel free to enter that contest wherever you live. Just send me your mailing address. Also, please include in your entry, if you remembered at the time, what name you want me to use as I announce the winners, or if you just want me to use say, a YouTube page, some sort of social media, something you want me to endorse. Or if you have a business you want me to endorse, let me know that information too. I, of course, will look all these things up to make sure I'm not endorsing anything crazy or extremist. But if you don't want to say, don't use my real name, this is my mailing address, please don't use my real name, but please endorse my business that's in this state or this country, or please endorse my social media, or please endorse this nonprofit, or please endorse this charity, anything like that, I'll definitely throw it out there. Now, whether or not it's hard to believe this is something I've done professionally, I will evaluate everybody fairly and evenly, regardless of who they are. Several people I know personally do listen to this podcast, including David Robertson and Luke from An Informed State of Mind that I use on my podcast and YouTube shows sometimes. They're gonna have to work pretty hard for it. Everybody out there has certain advantages and disadvantages. So it just depends, but don't think that because somebody has studied this for a long time or somebody who works in law enforcement or the intelligence community has some advantage over you. You have all the tools available, That you need that I've made available for you to do this successfully and why am I doing this I want to see a return on the investment I am an instructor trainer by trade and everything I've done in the military and the intelligence community no matter all the stuff I did cool or not I did always train and evaluate people I can't really do that on the podcast I don't have you sitting in a room doing drills doing exercises watching videos and getting the training I just do the podcast so the reason I'm doing this is for people to put a little work in not just have their number drawn I'm not trying to get you to share the podcast or anything. It's hard for me to track that anyway. I just want to see if people are actually using this stuff. And I know some people are because I hear from you and I get questions and comments. But I just want to see, are you really using this stuff? And it'll show me things. Like even if it's the only time you did do any research, I'll never know that. But I'll see that you're putting the time and effort in. I'll see that the things I'm saying are helping out. Then I'll do a follow-up podcast or perhaps a YouTube show going over the videos and the things I'm looking for, the things I've seen. There is tons of stuff there. Remember, most of the communication we get is nonverbal. And part of the reason why we're using videos, you can watch them over and over again. You're not going to get everything on the first try. So do your best, and I wish you luck. One of the videos we're using is from a guy's YouTube channel called How to Hunt that was recently shared with me from another guy in Washington State. This video that I'll be putting up is about Sasquatch. He has a hunting channel, but he started talking about Bigfoot. Mostly what he does on his Bigfoot show Is He talks about a story or whatever, and he stands out in the wilderness somewhere with a nice backdrop, and people write in a story. On this particular episode, he will read two different stories. He will pull his phone out, and he will read you two different emails. So body language is kind of out on this one because it is just this guy. He's not the author. What you're doing is listening to two different stories. You'll know on the video that's about 12 minutes long how to find him. Just scroll through until you see him looking down and reading the first story, listen to that story. The second story comes up very quickly afterwards. Here's what I will tell you. Remember that not all deception is willful. Do understand that. And the reason I picked this one being Bigfoot is some people believe Bigfoot's real and some people don't. But remember, one of the things I told you using the example of terrorists getting intel is there's things they would believe to be true that just weren't. But they had reason to believe they'd be true. So a person can be truthful about something that doesn't even exist. So that's why I picked this video. What I will tell you is to use every skill available in analyzing the stories and the language used and what he reads to you, but I will tell you this, based on the authors that wrote them, I'll put it as simply to say, one of these stories is straight up a lie based on the own author's way he tells the story. The other story is very true to the author who wrote it. Now, there is one very specific reason why it's easy to identify both of these, but there are several other pieces to look at in how this story is done. And I also picked this one because I wanted at least one that didn't have body language in it. So this might be a challenge for some of you or challenge some of your biases because you have to go into it noticing that you may or may not believe in the possibility of bookfoot, And that has a certain bias or belief to it. But you have to put that aside to evaluate this video. The second video is only one minute long from 2017, but there is a lot of stuff into it. And through most of the video, you get to see the man we're talking about from about the knees up and it's fairly close enough where you can see a lot of things going on. His name is Richard Spencer, and he's actually one of the guys that leads the white nationalist movement in this country. I don't support the white nationalist movement. I actually was trying to find things from both sides of that argument, but I only ended up with this one. In this episode, in this interview, when he's talking to the reporter, he is referencing Charlottesville back when those guys drove into the crowd a few years ago and he is discussing his comments on the president's remarks regarding that situation. That's the context of the story. So again, whether or not you think this guy is evil, which I think he's an idiot at least, you have plenty of stuff to look for and it's kind of a hot topic subject to look at to determine whether or not your biases will influence how you see things in your opinion. Another one that's kind of from the other side of the political spectrum is a minute and 50 seconds long. It's a very short video from CBS and on it, they're interviewing Al Gore on climate change. Now this isn't specifically about climate change. In this video, he's asked a question about a report and he makes a comment on this report and other reports. So it's not about whether or not climate change is real, but he's talking about these reports and I want you to read his body language, see where he is or isn't deceptive regarding his view on things. There's things you can figure out from here is like, whether or not he's deceptive, you can also figure out with enough attention to the body language and the things he says, whether or not he actually believes what he's saying, which doesn't mean it's deceptive. You can find out there's things he says he really believes or things that he can support. So there's quite a bit in this one too in a completely different way. A little bit more stuff. The fourth one is a little bit longer. This is a five-minute video. Now, you don't have to watch the whole five minutes, probably the last close to a minute is a separate guy, but about the first four minutes is one military general, one two-star general from the United States Air Force. Even though it's four minutes long, it was recorded back in the 50s. This is Major General John A. Sanford. If you don't know who that is, you'll recognize it for some people immediately. He's the guy that's in a lot of the UFO videos where he talks about the amount of reports and things that they kind of figured out what they were and a certain amount of credible reports from credible sources that they're not sure what they were that the air force gave part of the reason it's so long is it's actually the entire recording. So there are spaces in there where he gives a statement and then there could be 15, 20 seconds of silence because they're either preparing for the next question or telling them what they want to do, which you can figure it out because he answers one question, I think twice. So even though you're watching about four minutes of video, there's probably only two minutes of talking in the whole thing. Now the thing is it might be hard on this one for some people because there's not a lot of overt action that you see. And you also have to take into account what he says because people spoke differently back in the 50s. They communicated differently. We used words differently. There are things that were common back then that are not common now, so that's going to put a little challenge into it. But there are very specific things about his body language. And don't think because he's not super animated that it's going to make it harder. There are things I've mentioned that I saw in this video. I think, man, this would be a really good video. So we'll see where we can go with that. The fifth video... Is from the former governor of Texas, Rick Perry. Now in this video, just like all the others, there's plenty of things you can see. In this video, which is about a minute and a half long, he actually discussed global warming. And he's taking, the course of course, the opposing view that Al Gore would. So that's one thing there. Again, we'll challenge your biases because you may or may not support that position. And that can't be a factor. There's a lot of different body language here. There's a lot of same stuff with some things here that aren't in the other videos. This is not the only video, but one of the better videos to identify body language that shows support for some of the things he says, meaning to him, they are true and not deceptive as well as some deceptive stuff. So these are the five videos that we're going to use. All you got to do is you can, of course, send a Twitter, Facebook message, but it'll be a lot easier if you send an email through Facebook. Tell me everything you can. You can give me a run over synopsis on some of the longer ones. You might want to go down and figure the time hacks and say, well, You know, at 37 seconds, he says this. Here's what I saw. Here's what I think it means. You can tell me that you think this portion of is deceptive. This portion is not. But overall, you think the whole thing is deceptive or the whole thing is not. Remember, too, it depends on the words you use. So if you tell me this guy's lying, if it's not a good enough description on why he's lying, that's not going to hold as much water as the exact same description where somebody says he's being deceptive. If you believe they're being truthful here, same thing. You got to have the support there to say why. Make sure you explain the things you're seeing. Also remember that everything comes in clusters. So whether we see them or not, there's always multiple things. Even if it's only two body language sayings, there'll be at least a third, which will be the things we've said. There's things like the tone of voice, the rate of speech, things like eye movements, blinking, all kinds of stuff you can look for that's available in all these videos. So try to drill down and identify all the things you can. Remember too, let's say you only see one thing and another guy sees five things and you both describe your one thing accurately and his five thing accurately, right? But with your one thing, if you just happen to get it more accurate, what you think's happening than the guy who picked all five things, that's fine. You're doing better because you got to remember, I told you a lot of this stuff we pick up subconsciously and interpret by intuition and instinct, not realizing we're doing it. So just because another guy identifies five things where you identify one doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to do better at least as far as how I evaluate the performance. What I really look for is, are you identifying things somewhat correctly and communicating them well? Are you using the things I teach? Regardless of how many points that you can identify, are you able to come up with a valid argument on why you see things a certain way? And are you actually probably picking up other things that you're not realizing consciously? I'm looking at this more as an overall evaluation, not a scoring system or a test. That's how I do things. The other thing is, too, some people may do better than others in some areas where they get it wrong, where they say, here's what I saw. Here's how I evaluate it. And that might be correct. But then they overall say, here's what I think it means. And that could be wrong. All that means is up until that point, they did very well at identifying the language or the deception or the statements, the story's construction or things about their physical displays. But as far as turning that into assessment, they didn't do as well. That's fine, too. It just depends on how everybody does. From this point forward, if you have any questions or clarifications about how I'm doing this or anything about the rules, you can, of course, shoot me a message, but I'm not going to be providing additional assistance regarding these videos or any questions that I think are going after information in these videos, because I'm not going to try and help anybody cheat the system. You got to do it all on your own. So like I said in the opening, depending on how much time you want to put in this, say you watch the videos a few times. Write some stuff down, look some stuff up. You could easily put an hour into this video, maybe two. You don't have to do it all at once. Some people won't put that long in. Some people have been doing things like this for a while and may choose not to do any research and just do it off the cuff, which don't let that scare you because for some people they might have uh, too much confidence in their skills and that might cost them. So put a little time and effort into it. We'll get these books sent out to you as soon as we can. Again, make sure you shoot me an email if possible. Give me your mailing address in the email, especially if you're outside of North America. Make sure you tell me how you want to be identified and if there's anything you want me to endorse, which I'll look up to see if I can endorse. That's it. Those are the videos and the rules. We look forward to your submissions and doing some more podcasts right here on Grayman, Hiding in Plain Sight.